Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Kron. Meseches Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'iloi Nishmas Feivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib, and Yehuda Zev ben Feivel Yosef. Today's shear is on Sukkah Daf Lamit Beis. The Daf starts by quoting the Brisa, which mentions a number of psulim by a luluv. A luluv that is kafuf or kavutz or saduk or akum daima lamagal is puzzle. Concerning the first psul mentioned in the Brisa of Kafuf on the bottom of Lamed Aleph Hamid Beis, this is a lulav whose top is bent over. What is the psul of a lulav that's Kafuf? So the Ritva and Davchav Tes Hamid Beis teaches us that this is a psul Mishum She'enoi Hadar because it's not a Kiyam of Hadar. And the Mishnah Brura in Simen Tov Reish Mem Hey Sifkat and Lamed Tes brings this down that the psul of Kafuf is because it lacks the requirement of Hadar. What exactly is the case? of a lulav that's kafuf. So Rashi says on the bottom of Lamed Aleph Amid Beis, Roishai kafuf, the top of the lulav is bent over, ka'agmoin. An agmoin is a fishing hook. Rashi in Yeshaya, Kapitel Nun Ches, Pasuk Hay, says agmoin is kamin machat kafuf, like a bent over hook, vitzadin boy dogim, and they used to use it to, um, to trap fish, to catch fish. So, uh, if the top of a lulav is bent like an agmain, like a fishing hook, Rashi compares it to an ishgibain, a hunchback person or a zakin, an old person whose head uh, bends downward, is curved downwards. That's the psul of a lulav that's kafuf. In the Sefer Kapois Tamarim, here on Davlamit Beis Amid Aleph Dibur Hamaschavatanya, he's medayik from Shitas Rashi that the psul of lul of lul of kafuf is not merely when the shedra, when the spine of the lulav is bent over, even if the spine is standing tall and straight, but the tippy top of the lulav, the top of the leaves of the lulav is kafuf is bent over. That itself is possible because of the lack of hadar. This is the shita of the Ritva and Daf Chavtes Amid Beis and the Ran as well. At the end of Daf Yud Dalit Amid Aleph in the Daf Yarif, the Ritva and the Ran both make a point to say that even if the Shedra is standing straight and the top of the lul of the leaf, the top middle leaf of the lul of is bent over downwards, that is included in the Psul of Kafuf. The Kapois Tamarim is Medayik from the Lashon of Rashi, Roishai Kafuf, the tip of the lul of is Kafuf, that Rashi holds like this Shita as well. And this is what we call in Yiddish a Knepel on the top of the lul of. We have many times today that the lul of is bent over over like this, according to the Ritva and the Ran, and the way the Kapois Tamarim learns in Rashi, this is a lulav that's possible to be taken for its mitzvah. However, the Tshuvas Harash in Klal Chav Dalid, Simen Yud, and Rabbeinu Yeruchim, his Talmud as well, and the tour in Simen Tafresh Mem Hey, they all say that such a lulav is kosher to be taken on Yantiv. And the psul of the Brisa of Lulav Kafuf is when the Shedra, when the actual spine of the lulav is bent over downwards, and only in that situation is it possible. As a matter of fact, the Rosh writes in a tshuva, I prefer a lulav whose top is uh, curved over. Um, and he says that many of the lulavim are like that. And why does he prefer that more? The it's tucked in safely, and therefore the leaves will not get split. The top middle leaf will be kayam uh, intact. So the rush not only says that it's kosher, but he says that he prefers to take this knepel uh, lulav, and we don't have to worry about the psul of kafuf. Whereas the Ritva and the Ran and Rashi hold that this is a lulav that's possibly 
Mina. How do we pass in Lamaisa? Very big nafkamina la halacha. So the Shulchan Aruch in Tafresh Mem Hey Siftes says in Kafuf Beroisha Ipasul. If the lulav is Kafuf on the tip, then it's Pasul. However, Vidafka Kishesh Shedrasa Kifufa. Only if we're talking about the top of the Shedra curves down, but not the top of the actual lulav of the leaves that rise above the top of the Shedra. Avul Alav Kfufin Beroishai. If it's just the leaves that are Kafuf, Kamoisha Derech Liyais. The Shulchan Aruch is paskening like the Rosh, like the Tshuva Sarash, and Rabbeinu Yerucham and the Tur that hold that such a lulav is kosher. And the Mishnah Brura already brings down in Sivkatan Membez that the Minig is Lohakel and the Makar is in the Darkei Moshe in Oisvav, where the Darkei Moshe says Noyagin that the Minig is to be Mekel, just like the Shita Sarash, that the only Psul is when the Guf HaShedra is Kafuf, and when the top is Kafuf, then we're not Makbid like the Shita of the Ritva and the Ran and Rashi. However, it does say in the Mishnah Brura that there are some Paiskim who are Machmir, and the Paiskim that the Mishnah Brura is referring to are the Bach, because the Bach says that since the Ran is Machmir, it's better to be Machmir like the Ran. And the Shari Tshuva and Sifkatan Vav brings a number of Paiskim, among them the Radvaz and Rabbi Yankov Emdin, that they were Machmir by a Lulav, that's Roshay is Kafuf. And Rabbi Yankov Emdin in the Sheilas Yaivet says that even though the Rosh preferred such a Lulav, according to many other Gedoylem, the Ritva, the Ran, and Rashi among them, not only is it not preferred, you're getting involved in a, a lulav that you can't be yoytze according to these shitas pechlal and therefore he says that it's preferable not to use such a lulav halacha lemaisa the Mishnah Brui even though he says in Sifkat and Membeiz haminig lahakel kashul chanaruch he does end off vaayin b'sharei tshuva he sends you to look in the sharei tshuva where you could see for yourself a slew of poiskim that are machmir on this ladina because it's not kedai to get involved in a suffix of a lulav that might you might not be able to be yoytze your mitzvah with according to some Rishayim, and therefore there definitely is makam to be machmir la halacha by a knepel lulav not to use such a lulav. However, those who want to be makel surely yeshlam ami lismaich the shulchan aruch paskins that it's mutter and the mishnah brura already brings minhagay la hakel. However, it's kedai to point out even those who are makel with the shita of the rosh, the mishnah brura does bring to us two chumras, one from the lavush and one from the taz. The mishnah brura in sifkaton mem says that the lavush said that even according to the shita sarash that it's nichfafu alan if the alan hal are bent over then it's okay that's only if it's the very top of the lulav the top leaf or the top few leaves but if kulam ayrubam kfufim if most of the leaves and surely if all of the leaves are bent over even if the shedra is not bent over the lavush says even the rush would agree in such a case that it's possible the Mishnah Brua brings that others argue on that Chumrah of the Lavush and in the Sharetzion, Sivkat and Mem he's Miramis that the Shulchan Aruch himself is not mashma like the Chumrah because the Shulchan Aruch just brings down the day of the Rosh and he doesn't say that if most of the leaves are Kafuf then it's a problem however there's Makam to be Machmir at that Shita because the Lavush says that even according to the Rosh such a Lulav will be possible and the second Chumrah is from the Taz where the Taz says even though the Rosh is Matir when the top leaf is bent over, that's only if the tippy top of the leaf is bent over. But if most of the leaf is bent over, then even the rush would agree 
that if it's nichvav harbi ma'oid le'emtzon, it's almost like bent over in half, then even the Rosh would agree that um, such a thing would be possible with the psal of kafuf. And the reason why we point out these two chumras, the chumra of the lavush and the chumra of the taz, is because if one looks inside in the chuvas harash over there in klachov dalid, it's very mashma in the lashon of the chuvas harash like these two chumras. The lashon of the rush is that the psal is only when the shadra is bent. However, kfifas harosh, if it's just the tippy top of the lulav, loy mikri kfifa, says the rush, to kivan de kulay zakuf, since it is all standing tall, veraksha alin ha alyoinin kfufin ma'at, just the top leaves are bent over a little bit, loy mikri kfifa. The lashon of the rush is that it's the alin ha alyoinim. As kfufin, and therefore that's why it's kosher. It's mashma like the levushes chumah that if it's not just the alan halyanim, it's most of the leaves are kfufin. Then even the rush would agree it's a problem. The lashon of the rush as well is alan halyanim kfufin maat bent over a little bit. It's mashma like the chumah of the taz that if it's bent over harbe, it's bent over fully in half. So then that would not be allowed. That would be included in the problem of hadar of a lulav hakafuf. And therefore, even if one will be maker like the sheet of the shulchan aruch and the mishnah that that follow the rush that one could use a knep a knep a lulav that's only to be uh, lenient if the tippy top of the lulav is bent over a little bit but if the leaf is bent over in half and it's not just the tippy top of the leaf and surely if it's many of the leaves roiv or kola all, in, all of the leaves are bent over then it could be that even the rush who is the most lenient shita could be even the rush himself will be machmer by such a lulav it's kedai to be moisif that there is a sniff to be makel if someone is um, nervous about the shitas of the Ritva and the Ran and Rashi, but he wants to be makel with a knepal lulav that the Rosh preferred. There's a sniff lahakel, another tzad to be makel based on the shitas harambam, because the Rambam does not bring down the psul of kafuf at all, and the Lecha Mishnah in Hilchas Lulav, Perechas, Halacha Gimel, is Matmiya. How could the Rambam leave out the psal that's mentioned in the Braisa? And the MS is that the Me'iri Bayas on Lamed Beis Amid Aleph says, G'doyle ha-mechabrim lo'i kosvu psal shal kafuv klal. He already points out that the Rambam does not write the psal of kafuv at all. Welcome Pshat, if the Braisa says it, how could the Rambam leave it out? So I found in the Sefer HaMichtom to one of the Rishonim that he brings down in our sugya, V'istiloi garsi lo b'psulim. There are those Rishonim who are not goyres this psal in the Braisa Bechlal. To ha-chazina de'ika harbe shenechfafim b'roisham. We see many lulavim that are nichfaf, that are bent over by their top. V'loi pas linan lu. And therefore, such a lulav is not possible. Mishum de derech gedei who that's the normal way that some lulavim grow. And if that's the case, the Sefer HaMichtam is hinting to us that the Rambam or some other Rishayinim are not gairis this psul b'chal because it's not something that's unusual for a lulav. It's not lacking in Hadar. And it seems that that's the Rambam's gear so that the Rambam was not gairis kafuf b'chal. Therefore, if we have a machloikas Rishayinim in a certain situation, whether it's included in the psul of kafuf, we could be mitzarif l'chayra the shitas harambam, which holds that there is no of kafuf pechlal, and therefore la halacha, there is definitely makam for a person who would like to be make it like the shita of the shulchan aruch and the mishnah based on the rush that if the shedra, the spine of the lulav is not kafuf, only the tippy top of the leaves and the top leaf and a little bit of the top leaf are bent over, then that's not included in the psul of kafuf, and one could use that halacha lamaisa on sukkis.
Next psul mentioned in the Brisa is a luluv that's kavutz. Rashi learns that kavutz is milashan kaitzim and explains that we're talking about a luluv that has thorny stems protruding from its shadra. Taisvis brings in the name of the aruch that the pshad in kavutz means to be shriveled, inyan smisa, which means that the luluv is shriveled, and the rush in simindalid and the ritva explain that according to this shita, the correct girsa in the Brisa is kavutz with a chaf and not with a kuf. It's uh, that uh, that word kavutz means shriveled. So according to Rashi, the psul is because thorns are uh, thorny stems are protruding from the shedra, and according to Taisvis Peshem the Aruch, we're talking here about a lulav that's shriveled. Interestingly, the tour in Simen Tafresh Memhei and the Shulchan Aruch there in Sifches. Paskin like both of these psulim, and they write if this lulav has kamin koitzim b'shedrasai or shenitzmas v'nichvats, if it has thorny stems protruding from its shedra or if it is shriveled, both of those lulavim are puzzled. And the Bikure Yaakov in Sifkatan Chaf Aleph is matmia. How could it be that both of these things are puzzled? The Brisa mentions only one. Take your pick if you want to learn like Rashi or like the Aruch. But we can't be moisif al hapsulim. If the Brisa says only one of them, how could the Tur and Shulchan Aruch pass? Asking that both of these cases are apostle, and the Arachlaner and the Bikura Yaakov explain, explains that um, the Pshat in the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch is that they are mesupik, which Pshat is correct, and therefore even though we know only one is Pasal, but each person who wants to take such a Lulav, he may be taking the Lulav that is Pasal with the Psal of Kavutz, and therefore Misafik, the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch, are Machmir like both of these Shitas. It's Mefurish in the Ritva, such a Shita, the Ritva brings Rashi's Pshat and Taisa's Pshat, and comes out Ushnei and Psula Misveka, that both are Pasal Misafik, because we don't know which pshat is the right pshat. And this is the mahalach of the Bikure Yaakov in the Shita of the Shulchan Aruch and the Tur as well. That when they pass in like both of these psulim, it means that they're both pasal misafik. The Bikure Yaakov points out that if it's true that the whole psul of both of these cases is only misafik, there are two nafkaminas that come out from such an understanding. Firstly, if there's a Yid who has both of these types of lulavim, he has one lulav that's covered according to Rashi, thorny stems sticking out of the Shadra, and he has another lulav that's covered according to Taisvis, in the name of the Aruch, that it's shriveled up. If he has both lulavim, he could make a bracha and take both lulavim, take one after the other, and he'll have in mind to be yaitza with the lulav that is kosher. Because it's surely one of these are kosher, and one of these is pasal. So, since he doesn't know which one, if he only owns one of them, he can't make a bracha on such a lulav. But if he owns both of them, since the whole psul is misafik, he could make a bracha and then take both of them, b'zach and he'll definitely be yaitzeh his mitzvah. Another nafkamina the Bikure Yaakov says, is that since it's only pasal misafik, it's only a problem on the first day yantif, when the mitzvah is dairaisa. But from the second day and on, where the mitzvah is only midrabanon, he can treat it like a safik midrabanon, a safik that we go lahakel since sveika derabanan lekula. Therefore, from the second day and on, one could be yoytzel lechatchila and make a bracha with such a luluf. The first chiddush that the Bikura Yaakov says lahalacha, there's definitely makom to say such a thing. If the whole soul is misafik, so. 
if one has both, he should be able to make the bracha and then take both of them, and be the mitzvah. It's not a problem to me that the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch don't mention this, because that's an unusual case where a person has two lulavim and he's going to take it. That halacha could definitely be true. However, the second halacha that the Bikur Yaakov says, that the entire psal is only on the first day and not the rest of Yantif, that is very sasum in the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch. The Torah and the Shulchan Aruch know that you need to take a lulav for seven days. And they're paskening the halachas of Lulav. And if they say that kavutz in both pshatim are puzzle, if they mean that it's only puzzle on the first day and not on the other days, l'chayr, there should be a mention of it. But pashtas the mashmas of the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch is that this psal by both of these lulavim is puzzle kol shiva. What is, could be, possibly be the svara to argue on the time of the Bikura Yaakov? That if it's pasal mi safik, it should be only a safik to Rabban and Lakula. So there is a svara in Hilchas Fekos, and this could possibly be pshat in the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch, and that is that a safik, that the shayrish of the safik is a safik to Ayraisa, even if now its application is in a safik to Rabbanon, still there, one has to be machmer like a safik to Ayraisa. If one has a lulav, that's kavutz according to Rashi, there are thorny stems sticking out of the shedra. We're misupik if this lulav is puzzle the Iraisa or not. According to Rashi, this is puzzle the Iraisa. According to the Taisus in the name of the Aruch, that Lulav is Kasher Gamur. It's a different Lulav that's puzzle Midin Kavutz. But it's a Suffolk if we hold like Rashi or we hold like Taisus. That's a Suffolk in a Dairaisa. On the second day of Yantif, that same Suffolk now has a Nafkamina Midrabanan because now it's only Midrabana to take the Lulav. But that doesn't become a different Suffolk. It's still the same Suffolk that the Shirish of that Suffolk was about a Psolda Therefore, if the Shirish of the Suffolk is a Psolda, is an issue of a Dairaisa, even though now on the second day of Yantif that becomes an Afkamina Midrabanon, since the root of the Suffolk is Dairaisa, we would have to treat it Lechumra, and therefore one would not be able to take this Lulav because he has to treat it as a Suffolk Dairaisa Lechumra. This Svara that if the Shirish of the Suffolk is a Suffolk Dairaisa, then even if it has ramifications mid we still have to be machmir on such a Suffolk. This is a Svara that's mentioned in the Paiskim in Hilchas Taruvais in uh, Yeridea. If one wants to see the Maramakimis on this, Rav Pam Zatzal in his Sefer Atara Lamelech, page Reish Hey, has a discussion about this Svara. Al Kopanim, this is a possibility to say, however, Laman HaEmes, it could be that the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch are not explained based on this Svara Bechlal. It could be that we can explain the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch in a much simpler way based on the Shita of the Rif. Because our Gemara, our Brisa says Kavutz, and there's a Machlaikis Rashi and the Aruch, what Kavutz means. According to this, the Chumrah of the Shulchan Aruch we're saying is only Misveka. However, the Ritva at the end of his piece says, V'Rabbeinu Al-Fasizal Goyres Letarvayu. The Rif is Goyres both. And if you look in the Rif by us on Daf Tezvav Aleph in the Dafiya Rif, you see Beferish that the riff brings down this brisa, and there are two words in the brisa that say kavutz. One with a kuf and one with a chaf. The riff is not saying this misafik. The riff is gairis this in the brisa. Kach mafurish in the ritva that the riff is gairis both psulim in the brisa. So even though our girsa lefanenu is only one of the psulim, and it's machloikis Rashi and the aruch, which psul it is, according to the riff, both kavutz like Rashi and kavutz like the aruch are both mentioned in the brisa. If that's the case, it could be that the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch are being machmi 
Omer, Mitam Vadai, that the, their Gairus, like the Rift, that the Brisa passes both Mitam Vadai and not Mitam Safik, in which case it would come out not like both Halachas of the Bikure Yaakov. If a person owns two Lulavim, one is Kavutz with a Kuf and the other is Kavutz with a Chav, he cannot make a Bracha and then take both of them and say Maman of Shach with one of them, Yayaitza. No, because we Paskin like the Rift, that both of them are Apostle Mitaras Vadai, not Mitaras Sveika. And that would explain why the Tur and the Shulchan Aruch are Saisim, that the Psol is because it's not dafka because of a suffix that we could be machalic between a suffix da'iraisa or a suffix da'abanan and we don't even have to say like the Svara that we mentioned before, that if the Shairish HaSafik is a Safik Dairaisa, you have to be Machmer. The reason why the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch are so saying that it's Pasul Kal Shiva is because the Psul is Mitam Vadai. The Braisa says Kavutz and Kavutz, with a Kuf and with a Chaf, and therefore this would be a, a simpler explanation in the sheet of the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch that Paskin, that both of these Lulavim are Pasul for the entire Yantif. There is a similar discussion concerning the Psul mentioned in the Braisa. The Brisa says that if a lulav is curved like a sickle, that's puzzle. What exactly is the psul of a lulav that's curved doimelamagal? So Rava explains that this is only if it's bent forwards away from the shedra, but not if it's bent laachrov. If it's bent laachrov, briyasehu, that's the normal, the natural form of a lulav. What is the psal if it's bent forwards? So the Mishnah Brura in Simen Tafresh Mem Hey Sivkatan Lamid Vav brings in the name of the Lavush that that's a chisaran in Hadar. The Kapois Tamarim over here in our Sugya suggests that it's not merely a psal of Hadar, but it's a Balmum. Since it's Lav Briyase, this is not the natural form of a Lulav if it's curved away from its Shedra. Therefore, it's not the regular Kapois Tamarim that's mentioned in the Torah. And therefore, it's possible because it's considered a, a lulav that's a balmum. Be it as it may, the psul is if it's curved away from the shedra of the lulav. And Rashi explains that when it says akum daimelamagol chada milsahi, that's one thing. The Beis Yosef in Tafresh Memhe explains that Rashi means to tell us that it's not two separate statements akum and daimelamagol, but akum is only possible if it's akum legamri if it's uh, the curvature of a sickle, then that's possible. But if it's akum ktsas, if it's just curved a little bit, then it's not possible. And I found that the Arzarua and Hilchasukah Simin Shinvav speaks this out beferish. Akum Daimilamagal, he says Khadamilsahi, which is the Lashon of Rashi, and he adds Sha'akum Ma'id Kamagal. That that's what Khadamilsa is teaching us in Rashi, that only if it's Akum Ma'id is it possible. However, the tour in Simin Tafresh Memhei, when he brings down the Psul of Akum, he says, Oisha Akum Emsa Isai Lafanov. Or the psul of akum is if it's curved emtsa isai in the middle of the lulav, if it's curved um, lefanov away from its shadra. And the tour makes no mention that it has to be curved to the extent of a magal, of a sickle. And it's masha from the tour that even if it's akum a little bit, if the direction that it's curved is away from the shadra, that's going to be possible. And the question is, how does this stem with the Gemara? The Brisa says, akum daima lemagal. How could the tour leave out that mushal of similar to a sickle, it's mashma that it's possible even if it's not like a sickle. And I think that the answer could be seen from the Tur Lishitasai, because the Tur in the next few words after that, Paskins like the Chuvas Harash that we mentioned earlier in the Shir, that Kafuf is only possible if 
it, the Shedra itself is Kafuf. And this Shita is Shver, the Kapis Tamarim asks Akasha on this Shita. If Kafuf meant that the top leaves are Kafuf, like the Ran and the Ritva, and we learned in Rashi, so then I understand the difference between the Psul of Kafuf and the Psul of Akum. The Psul of Kafuf is when the leaves are bent, and the Psul of Akum is when the actual Shedra is bent. But according to the Shita of the Tur himself, who goes with his father, the Rosh, that Kafuf means the Shedra is Kafuf. So what's the difference between the Psul of Kafuf and the Psul of Akum? So on that, the Kampis Tamarim suggests that the Psul of Kafuf, even though it does mean that the Shedra is curved, it means the Rosh HaShedra, the top of the Shedra. And that is Mefurish in the Lashon of the Tur and the Chuvas Harash, that if it's the top of the Shedra is curved, downward, then that's the psal of kafuf. Akum means something differently. The entire, shed, the entire shedra of the lulav is curved like a half moon. Even in the emtsalis, the middle of the uh, shedra of the lulav, that has a curve. That is the psal of akum. And if that's the case, it's safe to say that according to the tour, the mashal of the Gemara of Daimilamagal is not telling you that it has to be akum ma'id, akum harbe, or akum lagamri, like the way Rashi learns and the Arzarua learns. The mashal of Daimilamagal is just telling you that it has to be curved If it's curved on the top, that's a different psal. That's the psal of kafuf. But akum Daimilamagal means that the emtsa is the middle of the shadra is curved. And therefore, the tour when he says Aisha Akum Emtso Isai Lafanov, Hitaka is bringing down the mashal of the Gemara of Daimalamagal, because Daimalamagal is not teaching us um, the extent of the curve, it's teaching us where the curve is. The curve is Be'emtsa Sashedra. That's what Akum Daimalamagal seems to mean according to the tour. Rabbi Fal Reichman Shlita showed me that in the Sefer Azikaran, Evan Siyan, on page Mem Aleph, he brings a tshuva from the Rashba where the Rajbah is mashma clearly, like the Shita of the Tur, that Akum is possible, if it's Akum Lafanov, even if it's not to the extent of the curvature of a sickle, even if it's Akum Ktsas, and this would be going like the Shita of the Tur, that there is no criteria in this psal of Doim Lamagal of the... Uh, angle of the curve being so severe like a sickle, even Akum Ktsas is possible as long as it's Akum Emtsais in the middle of the Shadra. And therefore, when we look for a Lulav, even though people will say that it's only possible if it's Daima Lamagal, if it's the curvature of a sickle, that will be true according to Rashi and the Arzarua and most Paiskim. However, the, according to the Tur and the Rashba, Chuvas Rashba, it seems to be that it's possible even if it's Akum less than that, as long as it's Akum Be'em Tzaos. The Emes is in the Sefer, uh, Kashrus Arbaas Haminim, written by Remichel Stern Shlita. He brings on page Kuf Samach that in the Siddur of Rav Sadia Goin, on page Reish Lamed Hay of the Siddur of Sadia Goin, he advises people how to buy a Lulav, and he says, Yee Yosha, the Lulav should be straight, Loi Mu'ukam Klal. It should not be curved at all. And the Pashtus is that he's telling you a mitzvah min amuvchar, even though the psal is only if it's akum doimel amagal, but there's a mitzvah min amuvchar that it should be perfectly straight. According to what we've learned though, it could be that Rav Sadia Goin is actually a paskening, holding like the shita of the Tur and the Chuvas Harajba, that the doimel amagal doesn't tell us that a little bit akum is, is kosher. Even a little bit akum is possible. And that's why he says, loy ma'ukum klal. As long as it's ma'ukum be'emtza isai, that is considered a psal of akum 
Makam Daimulamagal, even if it's not as severe of an angle if it's as the curvature of a sickle. What's important to note is that Rav Nachman says that Litstadin is kilafan of Dami, the Amrila Kilaakhrav Dami, two Lashinas in the Gemara, and since it's unclear how we paskin with that, so the Rif and the Rosh and Simandalid say Hilka Khavdinan Lukhumra, therefore we have to be Mahmir, but since it's two Lashinas in the Gemara, we don't know which one to paskin like, so we treat it like a Suffolk, and therefore Akum Litstadin is possible as well, and that's what's paskin in the Shulchan Aruch, that not just Akum Lafan of his possible, but Akum Litstadin is possible as well. Reb Shleim Eger in the Gilian Marsha on that Rosh in Simon Dalid is Matmiak Tzas Kasha. Why does the Rosh say Minastam that it's possible because you have to be Machmer Misafik? That should only be Biyantif Rishain when it's a Safik to Iraisa, but Biyantif Shani where it's a suffix to Rabbanon, L'chaira, one should be allowed to be mekel. And the Marsham in his Sefer Das Torah, over there in Tafresh Memhei Sifches, Taka is mitzadit like that. He says, even though in the Shulchan Aruch it says that one has to be machmer, by Akum Litzadin, however, that should only be on the first day of Yantif, because it's a suffix to Iraisa. But on the later days of Yantif, where it's a suffix to Rabbanon, L'chaira, one should be mekel. And the Ha'ara is, like the Gilean Marsha asks, that the Stimus Harash and the Shulchan Aruch is mashma, that you have to be machmer, and not just on the first day. It could be the answer to the Rosh. And this piece in the Shulchan Aruch is based on the Svara we said before that uh, since the Shairish of the Safik is a Safik that's relevant on the first day as well, what's the din by this Lulav that is Akum Litzdadin? That is a Safik to Iraisa, whether it has the Psul of Hadar or the Psul of Balmum on the first day of Yontif. So even though on the second day and on, the ramification of this Suffolk is now a Suffolk to Rabbanon, we still don't treat it like a Suffolk to Rabbanon, we could be Mekel. It's the same Suffolk that was Negea on the first day, and therefore since Bishay Rasha, it is a Suffolk to Iraisa, therefore the Rosh and the Shulchan Aruch would hold that you have to be Machmi the entire Yontif in the case where the Dlulav is Akum Litzdadin. And this piece of the Rosh and the Shulchan Aruch would be a Smach to the this svara that we mentioned before, before when we mentioned it, Lagabe Kavutz, um, we mentioned that the riff holds that you have to be machmer in both type of Kavutz, Betaras Vadai. So then we didn't have a Hechrich to say this svara. But over here, no one is machmer, Betaras Vadai. The riff and the Rosh are machmer, Mitam Safik. And therefore, if the Rosh and the Shulchan Aruch are that it's puzzle, and they don't say that it's only puzzle on the Yaim Rishain, it's Masha that even on the later days of Yantif, you have to be machmer, Misafik, since the Shairish, the root of this Safik, is a Safik therefore we have to be machmer. The Gemara then brings the memra of Rava that a lulav that is solik pachad hutza is a balmum, it's considered a blemished lulav and therefore it's pasal. What is a lulav that's solik pachad hutza? So Rashi says shekal alav mitzad echad. All the leaves are growing on one side of the lulav. Unlike a typical lulav where you have leaves growing on both sides, this lulav, the leaves are growing only on one side, leaving the other side bare. That's considered a balmum, and that is possible. The Rambam, in Hilchas Lulav, Perak Ches, Halacha Dalid, says a different shot in Salat Becharutza. Not that the leaves of the lulav are on one side of the lulav, but as we know, each leaf of the lulav is really a two-sided, a double-folded leaf, and the leaves of this lulav of a salak pechad are single fold. They don't have both sides of the leaf. And the Rambam says that's the pshan in the Gemara that it's salak pechad is a balmum. Which leaves are we referring to that are not 
double-folded. The Ritva and the Ran say that according to the Rambam's Shat, we're talking about Beroiv Ha'alin, most of the leaves of the Lulav. If most of the leaves of the Lulav are not doubled over, then that's the Chisaran of Salak Pechad The Rosh in Simen Hay brings a third Pshat in Salak Pechad in the name of Rav Sar Shalom, one of the Ga'inim in a tshuva. And he says that the Pshat is that normally a Lulav on the sides of the, on the both sides of the Shedra have leaves, but over here, instead of having many leaves, it has just one leaf that starts from the bottom of the lulav and goes all the way up to the top of the shedra. So instead of being surrounded by many leaves, one after the other, it's really one leaf that goes from the bottom to the top on each side. So these are the three pshatim that we have here in the Rishayim, Salat Pachar Rashi's pshat, the Rambam's pshat, and the Rosh's pshat in the name of Rav Sar Shalom. The Shulchan Aruch seems to paskin like all three pshatim. If you look in the Shulchan Aruch and Simin Tafresh Mem Hey Sif Gimel, he brings down Rashi's pshat that if the leaves are on one side of the lulav, that's puzzle. And he brings down the Rambam's pshat as well that if the most of the leaves of the lulav are not double folded leaves, that it's puzzle. And the Shulchan Aruch in the next Sif and Sif Dalid says the pshat of Rav Sashalim that if it's not uh, many leaves around the lulav, it's only one leaf going from the top to the bo- from the bottom all the way up to the top, that's also puzzle. As a matter of fact, there's a fourth pshat in the Rishayim, and that is said by the Archais Chaim and the Kolboy, the Archais Chaim in Hilchas Lulav, Simen Yud Aleph, and the Kolboy in Hilchas Lulav, Simen Ayin Beis, say a pshat that if the top leaf of the Lulav the top, which we call the Tiyaymas, that is not doubled over, then that itself is the psal of Salak Pechad Similar to the Pshat of the Rambam, that most that all the leaves are supposed to be doubled over, and if it's not doubled over, that's Salak Pechad But the Rambam says that this is puzzle only if most of the leaves of the Lulav are like that. And the Kolboy and the Orchus Chaim are Machmir, that even if it's just the tippy top leaf, if that's not doubled over, then that will be puzzle. And the Ramah in Sif Gimel paskins like this Pshat, the Shul Chanarach brought down the other three pshatim. The Ramah passes like this pshat and says that if the top leaf is enoi kafel mitchilas briyasai, if it's not doubled over from the beginning of its creation, then that's the psal, that's pasal because of salak pachar hutsa. Revelyashiv zatzal was very machmir that the top leaf of the lulav should be doubled over till the very tippy top of the lulav because of this sheet of the Ramah in the name of the kolboy and the archis chaim because it says that the top leaf has to be doubled over. However, the simple pshat in the kolboy is not that if it's lacking a little bit on the tippy top, that that's a problem. That top leaf is a very long leaf. If most of that leaf is not covered over mitchilas priyasai, that renders it that that tiyoimis is not a double folded leaf. But not if it's just a mashahu not folded on top. If the two folds don't come to the same exact level on the tippy top of the lulav, that Pashtus is not included in the psal of the kolboy. V'chein mefurish in the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, in the Shulchan Aruch of the Balatanya here in Sif Tess, he says that it's only if it's a problem, b'roiv arkoi, in most of the length of the tiyaymes, then it's a problem. But Revelyashev was machmir, that the tippy top of the lulav, both sides of the fold of that top leaf have to come together on the same level, that is based on his chumadika understanding of this shita of the Amor
What is the reason of the psal of Salak Pacharutsa? So the Ritva and Tafchavtesamid Bayz, and again over here in our Sugya and Daflamid Bayz, is Madaik from the Lashana Gemara, Balmumhu Upasal, that this is considered a blemish inherently in the Lulav. It's not merely a psal of lack of hodar. This is because it's considered a Balmum, it's not considered the Kapis Tamarim of the Taira, and therefore it is Pasal Kol Shiva. And this is specifically relevant in the Shita of the Ritva himself, because the Ritva Paskins like the Rambam, that uh, the Sulim of Hadar are only puzzle beyond Rishain, unlike Shita's Taisvis and Avchavtes and the Rosh that hold that Psulei Hadar are called Shiva. Therefore, the Ritva says if this would only be a Psul of Hadar, then it would be a Psul only beyond Rishain. But since Salat Pacharutza is a Balmumu and the Psul is because it's considered a blemished Lulav inherently, therefore it's puzzle called Shiva. The Arachlaner in the Bikure Yaakov, Sifkatan Ches, asks that why is the Shulchan Aruch Saisim like all, all these Shitas, Lechomra? Lechaira, the Gemara means only one of them. The Gemara says, Salak Pachad Hutza. It means only one Pshat. We're just Mesupik, which Pshat is right? Is it Rashi's Pshat, the Rambam's Pshat, or Rav Sar Shalom's Pshat? And we could add the Ramah's choice of the Kalbai's Pshat. But there's many different Pshatim here. So why would we be Machmir by all of them? Lechaira says the Bikura Yaakov, what the Shulchan Aruch means is that we have to be Machmir Mitam Safik. Well, if that's the case, says the Bikura Yaakov, then we have two Nafkaminas about this if the Psal is only Mitam similar to what the Bikura Yaakov himself mentioned concerning the discussion we mentioned earlier of Kavutz and Kavutz. He says if one has two Lulavim, one of them is a Salak Pechad Hutzalafi Rashi, and the other one is a Salak Pechad Hutzalafi the Rambam, he should be able to make a Bracha and then take both Lulavim Bazar Chazah, because Maman of Shach, one of them is Kasher. According to Rashi, the second one is Kasher. According to the Rambam, the first one is Kasher. But everyone agrees that only one of these things is possible because of Salak Pechad the Shulchan is just telling you to be machmir in each specific instance if you have only one lulav. But if one has both lulavim l'chayra, he has that eitzah. In addition to that, says the Bikura Yaakov, since the chumrah is only mitam safik, l'gabayantif sheni and onward, one should be able to take that lulav and make a bracha. Because if we're machmir only mitam safik, from the second day and on, it should be considered a safik to Rabban and l'kula, and we should be mekel. And this is l'chayra, the same ha'ara that we had before, that it's very sasam in the Shulchan Aruch, that the Shulchan Aruch brings down all these Psulim, and he only means that it's possible mitam safik, so he only means that it's uh, possible biyam rishain. He should tell us that lechayra miyam sheni vahala. These uh, lulavim are going to be kosher because of the klal of safik to rabban and lekula. So the emes is if you look in the Bach, the Bach in Tafresh Memhei says that the Shulchan Aruch paskins like all of these mishum delishna de salik pechad hutza hakol mashma, because the lashon of salik pechad hutza is mashma everything, and it's mashma from the Bach a tremendous chiddush that the chumrah of the Shulchan Aruch is not mitam safik. It's because the Shulchan Aruch learned that all of these cases are included in the psal of Salik Pechad Hutza. The plea on this is that it's mashma then that he's learning that the Shulchan Aruch is making up his own shita. Rashi says one pshat. The Rambam says a second. Rav Sar Shalom says a third. And the Shulchan Aruch is a fourth shita that Rava meant all of these. But Pashtus, the mashmas of the Gemara is that Rava meant one single case, not many different cases. And the Shulchan Aruch, it's not his derech to choose a new pshat as a likud of all the Rishayim a new pshat that the Gemara meant all three, the Pashtas is taka like the Bikura Yaakov understood, which is that the Chumrah is mitam safik, in which case the Ha'ara comes back. Why is the Mashmas of the Shulchan Aruch that you have to be Machmir Kal Shiva? If it's a safik, we should apply the rule of safik to Rabban and Lakula from the second day and on. 
And here I think again is another mucker to the svara that we mentioned earlier that when something is a suffix and the root of that suffix is a suffix to iraisa, a lulav that is salak pacharutza, we have a suffix to iraisa, is that considered a balmum or not? Surely if that's what Rava meant, salak pacharutza, then it is a balmum. But we're not sure. This lulav, according to Rashi, is salak pacharutza, but according to the Rambam, is not. Or vice versa. So the person who takes this, he has a suffix, that's a suffix to iraisa. Therefore, even though the suffix manifests itself from the second day and on as a suffix to Rabbonon, still we have to treat it with the chumrah of a suffix to iraisa, and that's why the Shulchan Aruch would paskin that it's possible kol shiva. So even though we don't have a clear haychacha to this svara from the chumrah of the Shulchan Aruch by kavutz and kavutz, because as we said there, he could be machmir alpidashitas harif, who is gairis both psulim in the Gemara. However, we have a mucker now from two places. Firstly, from what the Shulchan Aruch says, that Akum Litzdadin is possible. And secondly, now, from the psula, all the different psulim of Salak Pechad that the Mashmas of the Shulchan Aruch is that they're possible called Shiva. The only way we could explain that this psal applies kol shiva even though the Shulchan Aruch is machmer mitam safik is with this svara that we have to treat it as a safik da'iraisa since the shayrish of the safik is da'iraisa and therefore we have to be machmer kol shiva. The Gemara then talks about the lulav that is nechlaka hatiyoymes that the tiyoymes is split down the middle. The Gemara has two lishaynois as to whether such a lulav is pasal or not and lahalacha lamaisa the rif and the Rambam and Hilchas Lulav, Peraches Halacha Dalid, Paskin like the second Lashen, the Nechlika Hatiyoimes is possible. What is exactly the case of Nechlika Hatiyoimes? So the Rif and the Rambam explain that the leaves of the Lulav, which are normally twofold, they have two sides to each leaf, if it's split down the middle, then that's Nechlika Hatiyoimes and the Lulav is rendered possible. The Ritva and the Aflamid Aleph from Beis, and the Ran over here on Tezvavamid Aleph, uh, on the Dafei Arif, explain that according to this Pshat, the Psul of Nechelka Atiyoimis is when most of the leaves of the Lulav have this split, that the Tiyoimis of most of the leaves are split, and what's called that the Tiyoimis is split? Beroiv kol oleva ole. If more than 50% of the leaf, of the length of the leaf, is split downwards, then that's called that that leaf is Nechlika, and if most of the leaves of the Lulav are like that, then that's the Psul of Nechlika Tiyoimis. In the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Tafresh Memhei, Sif Gimel, we paskin like this, that if it's Nechlika Tiyoimis, then it's Pasal, if the leaves are split down the middle, then it's possible. And the Ramah explains, Uveroiv Alin, if it's the majority of the leaves that have this problem. And the Mishnah Bruran, Sifkatan Yudalif, adds, Veroiv Kol Oleva Ale. And the mucker of the Ramah and the Mishnah Bruran is from these Rishayim, the Ritva and the Ram, that explain that the Psul of Nechlekat Yoimes is if most of the leaves of the Lulav are split most of the way down from that twofold that they're supposed to have, that is the Psul of Nechlekat. However, there are more over there in Sif Gimel, Paskins and his sources from the Trumas Hadeshen and Simen Tzadivah, that if the Ola Ha'elyon Ha'emtsoi, the middle leaf, which we call today the Tiyoimes, the middle leaf, that tallest leaf, is split, 
Ad HaShedra, down until the Shedra of the Luluv, Mikri This is a Chumrah that the Ramah Paskins like the Trumas Hadeshen, and the source of the Trumas Hadeshen is really from Rashi. There's two Nuschois in Rashi, one Rashi by us, and one Rashi in Bava Kamad of Tzadi Aleph. And the Trumas Hadeshen is Paskining like the Nusach of Rashi in Bava Kamad of Tzadi Aleph. That even if it's not Rave of the leaves of the Luluv that have this issue, it's just the middle leaf itself, one leaf in the lulav, but it's that tallest leaf the tiyaymes, if that is nechlika, if that is the split and as the Ramah says, it's called split if it's split all the way down until the shedra then already it's possible even if all the rest of the leaves of the lulav are intact the Vilnagain and the Bir Hagra says Lafize, it's not only if it's Nachlika all the way down till the Shadra, like the Lashon of the Ramah, but even if it's most of the way down to the Shadra, you calculate how many inches from the top of the Lulav are down to the Shadra, and if the majority of that, if most of that is split down, by the Psule Lulav we say Rubai Kekulai, and if it's mostly split, then it's considered that the entire leaf is split, and that is the Psul of Nachlika Atiyaimis. The Ritva and the Ran say that we have to be machmir like this, like this shita. Um, they bring such a shita that if only the middle leaf is nachlaka, then it's gonna, it's gonna be possible. And even though la halacha, me'ikar hadin, we paskin that it's only, uh, a psul if it's nachlaka ad hashedra, we paskin like this shita lechumra that if the middle leaf is nachlaka, if it's Nechlika Ara Shedra, either all the way, or like the Vilna Goyen says, most of the way, that's going to be possible. The Ritvan, the Ran, Ed, that even if it's only Nechlika a little bit, still it's Roy Lahachmir. And the Ramah brings this down as well. The Ramah says that Lechatchila Mitzah Minamuvchar, it's better to take a Lulav whose top leaf is not split Bichlal. And what's the reason behind that? How could that be called that the leaf is split if it's only a little bit of the leaf that's split? So the Ritva explains and the Mishnah Brewer brings it down that we're afraid that if it's split uh, even a little bit, the mitzvah of lulav, after all, is to do the na'anuim, to shake the lulav. And therefore, even if it's split only a little bit, still, it might eventually split more. And therefore, even though me'ikr hadin, the psul of nechlukat yoymes, even if we're going to be machmir, al-pishita sarashi, and the trumas hadeshen, that it's the middle leaf, and even though the other leaves are intact, we're still going to be machmir, that it has the psul of nechlukat yoymes, even though that me'ikr hadin is only when it's a uh, rive of the way down to the Shadra or the entirely down to the Shadra, still we're supposed to be machmer as a mitzvah in Hamuvchur, says the Ramah, that it shouldn't be nachlak at all, because if it is nachlak even a little bit, then we're afraid that throughout Yontif, the, it's gonna, the split is going to extend and we'll end up being posel mamish. In the uh, Sefer, uh, our uh, Abbas Haminim Hashalim, that's written by Ravais Fisher Yisrael, there's a Haskama of Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Fisher Zatzal, and Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Fisher has an interesting suggestion if the Lulav is split a little bit, the Tiyaymas is split a little bit, but it's not enough to be possible. It's not split most of the way down to the Shadra. A person who is handy can take crazy glue and uh, glue the together, and then we doesn't have to be worried that it's going to split throughout the Yantif on the Nanuim. And as he explains, if it's Pasal Mamish, if it's Nechlika, Ad HaShedra, or Rive of the Way Down to the Shedra, you can't fix up a Psal 
if uh, just by using crazy glue. Saif kol saif, the lulav is nechlekati oimis. But here we're saying that it's really not possible yet because of nechlekati oimis. We're just afraid there's a chash in the mitzias that it's going to extend. In such a case, if you use crazy glue, person should know what they're doing before they tamper with the top of a lulav. But if a person uses crazy glue, then it will be kosher. And the lumdus behind it is explained later in that sefer of Arbas Amina Mashalim in the name of Reb Shleim Zalman Arbach Zatzal and Reb Eliashev Zatzal that. Uh, if, uh, even though a psal mamish cannot be fixed through a maisa adam, that a person glues it together, over here, since be a side hadavar, it's not possible, we're just afraid that a psal will happen, then to avoid that situation arising, a person could use crazy glue, and that will hold the two sides together, and will make sure that it will not become possible at nechlekatiyaymes. If it is nechlekatiyaymes, all the way down to the shedra, or roiv of the way down to the shedra, why is it possible? So the Magen Avram in Sivkatan Vav says in the name of Rabbeinu Yerucham that the problem is because it's it's the lulav is chaser. It says ulakachtem and we dash in you need a lakicha tama a complete. And therefore, if it's Nechlekati Aimes, then it's Chaser. Because of that, says the Magen Avram in the name of Rabbeinu Yeruchim, the Psul is only the first day Antif. Because as we know from later in the Gemara and Avlamid Vav, the Psul of Chaser is only possible by Yomerisha in an Apishar Hayamim. However, Rabbi Kiva Eger and Beis brings a clear raya from Toysvitz that Toysvitz holds that Nechlekati Aimes is possible because it lacks Hadar. And the Kirya Sefer says this Befeirish, that's the Mabit, in Kirya Sefer, Perechas of Hilchas Lulav, that the Psul of Nechlekat Yemis is because of Hadar. According to Taisvis Shita and according to the Kirya Sefer, that it's a Psul of Hadar, then we would have to be Machmir Bechol Achag, Bechol Shiva, because we pass in the Ramah Paskins, like Shita's Taisvis and the Rosh, that Psul Hadar, Apostle Kol Shiva. So the reason for the Psul of Nechlekat Yemis has a great Nafkamina, Halachalamaisa, if the Psul of Nechlekat Yemis is only Biyamishain, or is it Pachal Shiva? There's another psul in our sugi that's closely related to the psul of Nechlekati Yoimis, and that is the psul of Nistak Kehimnik. The Huna says in the beginning of the sugya that Nistak is kosher, but the Gemara asks from a Braisa that says that Saduk is posel, and the Gemara ends up saying that if it's Nistak Kehimnik, if it's split, the Lulav is split like a Himnik, and a Himnik is a metal tool that people used to use, and the Mepharshim draw it out in the shape of a V or a Y, that the Lulav has a split on top, then that is going to be possible with the Psul of Nistak, where the Magen Avram brings in the name of Rabbeinu Yeruchim in that same piece, that the Psul there is also Al-Tzchaser, similar to Nechel Ka'at and the Mabit in Kirya Sefer right there says that no, it's a Psul of Hadar, a similar Machlaikis that we have by Nechel Ka'at we have by Nistak Kehimnik. What exactly is a Himnik? The Lashon of the Me'iri is that it's like a Mechuga, and a Mechuga is a word that comes up in Sefer Yeshaya, Kapitel Mem Dalid, Pasuk Yud Gimel, that it says, Uva Mechuga Yisa'arehu, and the, the Taich of Rashi and the Radak over there is that a Mechuga is a compass. It's a clee that people use to draw circles, and therefore, um, if, if the top of the lulav is separated like the angle of a compass, like a V, then that's going to be possible. Interestingly, Rabbeinu Hananel, on the side of the Gemara in Bav Metziah, Dav Chavhei Amid Beis, talks about a hymnic as well, because there the Gemara says, Sakini vehimnik, a sakin, a knife, and a hymnic are things that often get thrown out by accident in an ashpa. And Rabbeinu Hananel explains that it's a two-pronged fork, that you take a piece of meat and 
hold it with a hymnic and then you cut it with a sakin with a knife and it's that two-pronged fork that used to be used um, is in the shape of a V or a Y and if the top of the lulav is like that then it's going to be possible with the psal of nistak hymnic. When is it kosher and when is it possible? When did Rav Huna say that nistak is kosher and when does the b'risa say that it's possible? From Rashi it's unclear exactly what the difference between nistak kehimnik and the nistak that's not kehimnik is mentioned in the Gemara. The tour in Tafresh Memhei says that it seems from the Lashon of Rashi that if it grew like this, mitchilas briyasai, that's what Rashi says, that it's kach gadol halulav, the lulav grew like this originally, then it's puzzle. But if it just became like that afterwards, then it's kosher. And the tour argues on this because the Lashon of nistak is mashma, that it became puzzle afterwards, it became split afterwards, and even so in the Gemara, it's mavur that it's puzzle. But uh, the Bach explains that even Rashi doesn't mean to say that it depends if it grew like that or if it became like that. The main point of Rashi is that it uh, grew like that. The main point is that if some of the leaves grow one way and some of the leaves grow the other way and that's how it has that angle as a V, that's going to be puzzle. That's nistak kehimnik that's mentioned in the Gemara. And even if it became like that afterwards, it'll be puzzle. But if some of the leaves have that the leaf itself, that twofold of the leaf, is uh, split, is divided, not that the leaves of the lulav are growing out like a V, but within each leaf, there's uh, uh, the, the tiyayim is split um, in a way that makes the leaf itself look like it's going in two directions. That itself is kosher. Akopanim, that's a discussion how to understand Shitas Rashi, Lamaskonas Hagamara. However, Lahalacha, the Ritva, and the Ran, and a number of the other Rishainim explain that the real difference between um, nistak kehimnik that's puzzle and the nistak that's not puzzle is what angle is the split of the top leaf. The Ritva and the Ran say that if the top leaf of the lulav is nistak kehimnik, that's going to be puzzle. If it's a wide angle similar to a hymnic, as we said before, a compass or uh, this type of clee that looks like a Y or a V, if the top of the lulav looks like that, that's going to be puzzle. However, if it's a smaller angle than that, then it's going to be kosher. The lashon of the ra'ah and aflamid aleph amid beis is that it's pasuach harbe that it's open uh, very wide. There are uh, paiskim that discuss exactly uh, how wide of an angle are we discussing when it says that it's nista kehimnik. Person can make a very tall, thin V, or a person can make a very wide V. What exactly is the angle? The Chayi Adam has the most stringent shita in Simen Kuf Mem Tes Sif Yud, where he says that if the sedek, the split, is nearer, that it's visible, you're able to see a split, then that's going to be possible. That Chumrah is a pliatsuma because that means that the only way that it's kosher is if you don't see the split. Then that's very strange. Why would Ravuna tell us that Nistak is kosher? The Gemara asked on Ravuna, Nistak is kosher from the price that says nistak is puzzle, and the Gemara reconciles the two statements by saying that if it's nistak kehimnik, it's puzzle, and less than that, it's kosher. But what is Rav, who's Rav Huna talking to when he says that a nistak is kosher? If you can't see the sedek, you don't know that your lulav is split. It seems clear, l'chaira, from the Gemara that even when there's a sedek that is visible, still there's a certain level that it's kosher, and the only time it's puzzle is like it says in the Rishayim, if it's nistak harbe, and uh, the similar type of angle where it's, where it's like a compass, where it's out, bent outwards like a real V, then that's going to be puzzle. Again, the exact angle that it's puzzle is subject to each person's uh, 
Kabbalah and Masaira, but Al Kopanim, it's definitely not uh, something that's just Nistak a little bit. Most of the Paiskim Taka agree with the Lashainis that it sounds like in the Rishainim that only if it's Pasuach Harbe, if it's open very wide, then it's going to have the Psul of Nistak Kehimnik. And here there arises a lot of confusion. Our Gemara is Mavur that only if it's Nistak Kehimnik, then it's Pasal. But if the Lulav is split in the angle that's not Kehimnik, then it's Kosher. Well, how could that be? We just mentioned that there's a Psul called Nechlekohatiyaymes. And there it doesn't say about any angle. As long as it's split even a little bit, that would be Nechlika Atiyaymes, if we're going with the Shita, that the top leaf is Nechlika, that is itself a Psalm. So then when is it Negea, this din of Nista Kehimnik, when is it Negea, the fact that if it's not at the level, at the angle of a Himnik, it's going to be Kasha. And on this the Ritva and the Ran explain that in order to be Nechlika Hatiyaymes, it has to be Nechlika very far down. We brought two Lashaynas, two Nuschais before, the Ramah says, An HaShedra, the Vulnagoyin says, Rive of the way down to the Shedra. Only if it's Nechlika that far down, then it's going to be possible with the Psal of Nechlika Hatiyaymes. If it's just a little bit, one inch down or two inches down, that's not going to be a problem. On that comes this new psal called Nista Kehimnik to say no matter how far down it extends, even if it extends down only a little bit, but if the angle of the split is a wider angle that we could say that that is Kehimnik, then that's going to be possible. And therefore, even if it's not Nechlika all the way down to the Shedra, or right the way down to the Shedra, it could still be possible because of the Psal of Nista Kehimnik. One might be bothered, what do you mean? We said before the Ramah says that Lamitzah min Amuvchar, even Nechlika Tiyaymas, even a Masha who one should not take it because we're afraid that the Sedek might extend, the, the split might extend. So anyway, even else the rules of Nista Kehimnik, we weren't going to take a look of that split only a little bit so then uh, even out the psal of Nechlekatiyaymes we weren't going to take such a lulav so why do we need a psal called Nista Kehimnik but the answer to that is obvious that there's a difference in the level of a mitzvah and a muvchar and a psal the psal of Nechlekatiyaymes is only if it's Nechlek Rubai or Kuloi down to the Shadra however anything less than that was just la mitzvah and a muvchar now we're saying that it's a psal gummer not just la mitzvah and a muvchar if it's nistak to the angle of a himnik then even if it's a little bit it's not right of the way down to the Shadra still it's going to be possible because once it's Nista Kehimnik then it's considered Chaser or then it's considered a lack of Hadar L'chol Shita Kide Islay and this would make a big nafkamina when it comes to the Eitzah of Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Fisher that we mentioned before about the glue as we said before in the name of Rabbi Shleim Zalman Zatzal and Rabbi Yashiv Zatzal Glue will not help be machsher psul. Glue will only help prevent the psul from coming. And therefore, if it's not psul yet, it's only nechlaka a little bit, then one could use the crazy glue. But now it comes out that even if it's only nechlaka a little bit, but if the sedek, the split, is at the angle of a hymnic, then it's psul, and therefore glue would not help. The MS is, if you look at the haskama there of Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov Fisher, he holds that even if it's nistak hymnic, one could use glue and be machsherit, and he explains because the psul. If you look in the lashon of the Shulchan Aruch in Tafresh Memhei Siv Zayin, he says that it's only possible if it's niru kishnayim, if it's 
looks like two lulavim, if it looks like two uh, sides that are going in separate angles, then it's possible. If you use glue, now it's not niru kishnaim, so then it's not going to be possible. The lashon of the Shulchan Aruch comes from the Rambam that says that nusach, that if it's niru kishnaim, it's going to be possible. The Rambam in Hilchas Lulav Paraches, Allah Gimel. However, if they're speaking it over to Rabbi Fahl Reichman Shlita, Rabbi Fahl Reichman explained that the Pashtas of the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam is not that they're saying that the reason of the Psul is because it's niru kishnaim. The reason of the Psul is because it's nista kehimnik, and that's considered chaser, or that's a lack of hadar. The shear of the Psul is that it's niru kishnaim. How far away is it to be considered that it's nista kehimnik? If it's niru kishnaim, it looks like two different lulavim going in two different directions, and really it's all one and the same, one lulav that's just split. That's the shear of, of the Psul, of nista kehimnik. Once that's not the reason of the psal, that's just the shear in the psal, then it comes out that a lulav that is near a kishnayim, it's chalanit a psal. That's the psal of, of nistakehimnik. It's not uh, considered hadar or it's chaser. Once that's the case, it's just like a lulav that's nechlekat yoymis ar hashedra, that being machshirit through um, uh, gluing it together is not going to be kosher. And that seems to be the haskam of most of the paiskes manenu, that even those who are willing to take the risk and put glue on the top of the lulav in order to combine the two tab, the two parts of the tiyaymes leaf, they'll only be masking to do that if it's not nechlika all the way down to the shedra or raiva the way down to the shedra. And in addition, only if it doesn't have the angle of a sedek, of a split, that's nista kehimnik. But if it does have either one of those psulim, then uh, gluing it together will not help because glue only prevents it from getting to the stage of puzzle. But once it's puzzle, you can't be machshir adam by gluing it together. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.